TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Now, of course, this case is not just about a former U.S. president. No, it's also about someone who is now running to be president again. CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett joins us on WCBS. Major, good to talk with you again. Could an indictment and arrest actually galvanize Donald Trump's support in some circles? It certainly could. And just looking at my email since the former president began to say on his social media platform that he could be arrested, I think I've received at last count 10 or 12 fundraising emails from something or someone attached to the Trump political machine trying to raise money from supporters. Now, reporters get these email requests not because we contribute, but because we want to hear what they're saying in their appeals. So just to be clear, I'm not contributing, but I get the email solicitations as a way of gauging what they're trying to do with this on a political level, which is, hey, the former president might be arrested, might be indicted. This is a travesty. Send us money to help us fight this or enlarge our political coffers. And look, uh, Republicans like Lindsey Graham, Republican senator of South Carolina, have already said an arrest and indictment could bring a million to two million dollars to Donald Trump almost overnight. So that idea that Trump supporters would not only rally, but contribute to further his political cause is definitely one of the many, many, many layered consequences of a potential, keyword potential, indictment and arrest. Is the former president seen as some sort of a martyr by his supporters? Well, he certainly wants to portray himself as that. And there are those in the Trump world who are diehard supporters of the former president who do believe the story and they would say the untold story of the Trump presidency is that he was first hassled, then to their minds, if not persecuted, hounded by critics and people trying to abuse from their perspective the legal system, the Mueller investigation into Russia, the impeachment over the Ukraine pressure campaign, and the impeachment efforts after January 6th. All that they see as an unrelenting effort to undercut or minimize the clout and political viability of then-President Trump, now former President Trump. Now, look, the law and the politics of it are separate from that, but perception for them is not only important, it is their reality. And that's a very important part of the political calculation for all Republicans looking at how this may shake out. Once again, Donald Trump is sucking all the oxygen out of the political Mm -hmm. room, Major. Does this make it tough for the other Republican hopefuls to get attention, be they Ron DeSantis or Mike Pence or Nikki Haley or whomever? It does in one sense, but it doesn't in another. Yes, to your obvious point, everyone's talking about Trump. Trump's at the center of the universe, exactly where he likes to be. Trust me, I know. I've covered him for the better part of six years. But there's also another part of this that Nikki Haley and others and Mike Pompeo and Mike Pence and Ron DeSantis will look at, which is there is something that's detectable and you hear in conversations with Republicans. It shows up in polling data. It shows up in conversations when you meet people out on the countryside, which is there is a fatigue factor from Trump. There is a sense that do we have to keep going through all this, everything that Trump brings 
through this, which is a kind of volatility, a kind of center of the storm mentality, is that really the best thing for the Republican Party? Is it the best thing for the country? Are we sort of worn out and exhausted by all of the fighting over Trump? There is that part of the Republican Party generally. Can anyone tap into that? Can anyone say, I'm a better alternative and I can give you policies you like without all the drama? That's a possibility. But as yet, it hasn't emerged. Major, the House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is vowing to investigate Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg. What Mm -hmm. might that investigation look like? Well, a letter went out today from Jim Jordan, from uh, two other members of Congress who are chairs of committees in Congress. So three House Republican committee chairs sent a letter to the district attorney saying, if there are any federal funds involved in your office or the way you handle any maneuvers dealing with the prosecutions of either former President Trump or anyone else, we want to know. We want to know what your correspondence has been, if any, between your office and the Department of Justice. And we want to know your legal rationale for bringing this case. Whether Congress really has jurisdictional authority here, I'm not sure that's true, but they're certainly suggesting that they have it. They've asked for testimony and they've asked for records. Whether the DA will comply or not, unknown, but it is definitely a House Republican effort to, if not intimidate, certainly suggest to the DA that they're going to look and they're going to try to use whatever powers they believe they have to get him to explain in public what may be coming in terms of an indictment or arrest. Major, last few seconds before I let you go. What are top Democrats doing and saying through all this? Are they just keeping their heads down and their mouths shut? I think they're keeping their heads down and their mouths shut. There are plenty of uh, legal analysts who have Democratic sensibilities that they disclose. I'm not alleging that. have said, you know, this is not the best case. And lots of people who are prosecutors have looked at this and haven't brought this case. So why now and why are these circumstances? Is this the best decision? But that's sort of on the legal analyst side. Most lawmakers here in Washington are just sort of waiting to see how this plays out and not weighing in, at least not yet. All right. CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett. Major, thank you for talking with us. Thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.